I'm back with True Hill Heat. We covered the G1 Supercar, so we gotta get into the day before. Top guy JJ, what did you think about NXT Takeover New York from top to bottom? In my eyes, the best takeover to take place inside the Barclays Center. What was your thoughts on Takeover? It was a phenomenal show. Like, damn, I mean. I actually entered the building last minute. It was a pretty, pretty cool experience, man. I got can, there. Can we just talk about, I want to shout out, you know, we're missing one of our key components of True Hill Heat, the always spicy, the always rowdy, keyword, rowdy. <laughs> Miss Chrissy Love. Same energy. Same energy. Same energy. Miss Chrissy Love. We miss you. So we got we got True Hill Jessica here. So we have a little bit of a feminine heat for us. She's gonna join us for the WrestleMania prediction. Give us a prediction or two for WrestleMania. But Miss Chrissy Love, she helped me convince Top Guy JJ to go to NXT Takeover New York. So I am glad you were able to experience that event. What was your favorite match of the night? Highlights, low light, and the MVP. Highlight for me was the third fall. Oh my God, the third fall in the championship match. I mean, that shit was everybody's highlight. Um, I would say also second, very, very close was to me, that Matt Riddle Velveteen match was fucking amazing. That's <laughs> I thought nice. that match was really, really good. It was a nice classic style ownership back and forth velveteen got owned for most of the match but he pulled off i mean i don't that's a personal opinion and i don't really care about personal opinions but anyway tag match was pretty good but i think the mvp of course has to go to johnny gargano mvp has to go to johnny gargano just a great it's just a great performance to turn a crowd around. Just two instances in TakeOver New York that I very much appreciated. It was, there's this transfer on the fly in the Matt Riddle Velveteen Dream Match. That was the match that exceeded the expectations the most to me. Because these guys started off in the, in the little process of Dream being the heel and Riddle being the face. And then when they realized that the Barclays Center was so pro-Dream that that wasn't going to happen, they totally changed uh, trajectory in the middle of the match. Riddle just got more aggressive, started breaking the rules a little bit, and he became the heel, Dream became the face, and it was Dream's resilience and Riddle's frustration off of not being able to finish Dream was the whole reason he lost the match. But my God, Walter versus Pete Dunne may have been one one of the hard-hitting matches, I, the most hard-hitting match I've seen live, in person, inside the Barclays Center. I, I didn't mention that match because that match had me so disappointed. I so wanted my 1,000-day reign and I didn't get it. I didn't even make it to 700. I didn't even make it to 700. We but told you so. Pete Dunne is one tough bastard to deal with that ass whooping that he dealt with. He was literally, he looked limp. He looked dead after the match. Literally laying on the bottom turnbuckle at the end of the match. He looked dead. But, damn. I, I can't disagree. I think overall from top to bottom, this might have been the best takeover Brooklyn there was to date. Takeover New York was the best takeover to take place in the borough of Brooklyn. Yes. I agree. Brooklyn. I agree. Wow. 
Volta! Volta! I told you he would win! I told you! I told you all! I told you all, yeah, Volta yeah, would my, win. My takeover sucked. I really was also... Was my also, Yes, I, I completely wiped the floor with... Well, no, I, won't, I didn't wipe the floor with Chrissy Love. Chrissy Love got Dream over Riddle right. I got Dream over Riddle wrong. But she got the main event wrong, and that's the most important. But I also want to mention the tag team title match. That was tremendous. That definitely exceeded my expectations for it. And I love the story of the big guys being big guys and the little guys being little guys doing little guy stuff. The strikes from Aleister Black, the flying moves. And then War Raiders saying, anything you can do, we can do better. And they started doing the high flying stuff. And the story changed throughout that. That was a great story and a beautiful uh, curtain call for Rico Black, Ricochet and Aleister Black, you know, sending them off to the main roster. I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully they're on Tuesday nights and they win the SmackDown Tag Team titles today at WrestleMania. But that's another story. The biggest surprise result of the night, Shayna Baszler still the NXT Women's Champion. What did you think of that match? The women delivered. Shayna didn't to me. I mean, it, I mean, it, come on, man. Like, come on. Like, yo, just change the reins already, man. This title reign is fucking boring as fuck, man. Like, let's change it. Let's get... I mean, even if I was wrong, and if it would have been Bianca Belair, or if it would have been Kyrie Sane that has been feeding to get her, her hands on this belt forever now... Kyrie won, was the champion. I know, but she's still feeding to get it. I don't. I picked Io Shirai because I just wanted her to win. I wanted Io to win too. But I don't. I didn't really believe that she was actually gonna win. But it was a little too early for you. Shayna went and just fucking blew that my was, shit. That was great because if you saw the video package before the match, Shayna Baszler said she's going. She has the piece of meat that all these three wild animals want. So all she's gonna do is dangle that meat in front of them and let them rip each other apart and she's gonna come in and pick up the scraps and that's exactly what she did she let bianca io and Ky and kyrie do all the work she came in choked the bitch out and was out of there shana baser the still but, the nxt women champion and after tonight at 12 a.m sunday april 7th the four horsewomen will have the three top women's championships in the WWE. The NXT Women's Championship, the NXT Raw, I mean the Raw Women's Championship, and the SmackDown Women's Champion. This is wishful. You know it. He knows it. This is wishful. The world knows this it. This is wishful thinking, but okay. Continue. Wishful thinking. We're going to get to my predictions for uh, WrestleMania in a bit, but let's talk about the main event. The best match WWE will put on this entire weekend because nothing inside MetLife will top what Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, two out of three falls did. That by far is the best, the best NXT championship match since Almas and Gargano in Philly to me. That was the best NXT championship match since Almas and Gargano last year in Philly. My God, Johnny Gargano, what a performance to turn that crowd around. That crowd that was so...
pro Adam Cole. They treated Adam Cole like he was Kazuka Okada at Madison Square Garden. That's how much he was a god to those people. But they turned him around, and Johnny Gargano got the hero's welcome when he won the championship. What did you think? It's Johnny. Johnny does what Johnny does best. Johnny goes into it with the fans not that much invested in him, and then he wins them over with a spectacular fucking performance. That the first round, the first the first fall was pretty dry. Second fall started to pick up, but goddamn, when they stood up to face each other for that third and final fall, shit hit the fan. Like it was non-stop thrill ride for at least a solid 15 minutes. The fact that the Undisputed Era, once they came down, it almost looked like a foregone conclusion that Adam Cole was going to take it. And he had the spots where he was going to take it. He hit like two which, super uh, kicks and then the last shot. Two super kicks and then, the you know, it kind of looked like a poor version of the, the Canadian Destroyer. It, he didn't nail well, you it. Know, you're talking about the Panama, the yes. Panama Destroyer? Yeah, he didn't really That's, nail it. The Panama Destroyer, that was great. I, he, he I, I it, love but. when he just pulls that out. He pulled it out at, uh, what was it, the halftime heat, and that was the second time he pulled it out. So but, I was But, I mean, Jesus, I mean, Johnny did it. He did it, he did it, and he did it in a way that you'll always remember. He tapped Adam out. He tapped him out. And, and it just culminated it, it all. And a year goes full circle. They end Brooklyn with Ciampa and Gargano at the stage. And then here you go. One a year, year later. A year in the making. Ciampa's there to embrace Johnny on his achievement. And then he posted on the social media, which is pretty interesting, that we are NXT, we are DIY, but there's only one true champion. And then he put the black card. Very discreet right there. It's like, here's your credit, but I'm going to take it back. Absolutely. That was a beautiful moment. Uh, and it definitely culminated the entire four-year story for Johnny Gargano. Uh, the two people that mean the most to him, Candice LeRae and his best friend. Uh, whether you believe the storyline is real or not, I'm going to tell you, Tommaso Ciampa is Johnny Gargano's best friend. So for him to have that moment with his wife and his best friend on the top of that stage after the, the four-year story that's been DIY, it was just the culmination of the best story in NXT history to me. And I loved it. That was one of the best matches of the weekend. That, Jay White, Kazuko Okada, Kodo Obushi, Tensu and Naito. The three best matches of the WrestleMania weekend so far. But we got to get into WrestleMania 35 live at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Not the shadow of New York. So we're going to invite All in 29 Just Hill Jessica. True Hill Jessica is going to give her predictions for the kickoff. For the kickoff and e her main event, Even which the is Roman Mania 5. Out. Roman Mania 5. So we're going to hear your kickoff predictions and the Roman match prediction. So let's start off. Hello, friend. Yes. Welcome, True Hill Jessica, to the show. Top guy JJ, he knows True Hill Jessica. If you don't know True Hill Jessica, she's a longtime member of our True Hills group page. She is one of our admins on our True Hill Hate main page so check us out on true hill heat she's always posting memes always making you guys laugh finally she's on the show welcome to the show how does it feel meh, meh. she's a heel so she's gonna she's gonna say the the contrarian thoughts of herself so andre the giant memorial battle royal who do you got jeff hardy 
Jeff Hardy in the Memorial Battle Royal. Why? Because he's fucking Jeff Hardy. Not Hardy won the won the match last year, so I mean, I guess it would be appropriate if Jeff won the match this year. Me myself, I'm gonna go with Michael Che, Michael Che from Saturday Night Live to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal the because fuck? it's WWE. Ah! Because it's WWE, and we all know WWE would book that shit. Stop. You already know why I don't care about WrestleMania. Yes. Already. Yes. Already. Saturday oh, Night Live is a, with a lie. Saturday Night Live is about to. Oh, all right. So lie. I'm just gonna go with the heads-on obvious pick that no one has chosen because everybody wants to go a different round. I'm picking Braun Strowman to win the shit. It all been fucking said. Oh, I mean, it does only make sense, but Why I mean, Braun's been in the Braun's been in Dumb. two other Andre the Giant Dumb. Memorial Battle Royals and didn't win, so I can't pick him. So third time's a charm, I guess. Simple. The Fuck. Wrestle overcomplicate shit. The WrestleMania <laughs> Women's Battle Royal, or as Xbox said it, it should be called the China Memorial Battle Royal. Who you got in this one? Mala is money. So you want Mala to win and have a dance break right in the middle of MetLife Stadium. You do it way better than me. Alright, who do you got and why? Uh Yawn Oscar. I mean, <laughs> I, if I'm going to go with Michael Chain for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Lacey Evans for the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal winner, baby. And the main events of the kickoff show to me, in my eyes, eight-month story in the making comes to fruition. It's going to be Buddy Murphy defending the Cruiserweight Championship against his training partner, his best friend, Tony Nese. Who Tony do you got? Tony no, Abs. I got Buddy Murphy. I, I mean, but you, he's you, Tony Abs. He's Tony Abs to you. Tony only Abs. Tony Abs. You can only be known as Tony Abs. But I, I, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you, and I'm gonna go with Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy. Buddy it's not time for Buddy Murphy to transition that title. Who you got? Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Clean sweep across the board. So let's get into the nitty gritty, the main card for WrestleMania 35. Jessica, I know you got to make your way to MetLife Stadium. So we are going to kick off with the match that is most important to you. It is the return of Roman Reigns to one-on-one -on -one competition to WrestleMania. Roman Mania 5 in remission. He goes one-on-one -on -one with Drew McIntyre live at MetLife Stadium. In my eyes, this is going to be the, the big dog. This is going to be the sleeper, the sleeper match of the night. Who you got? Big dog. Big dog. All why? The way. Why? All the way. Why? Because he's Roman. 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 The big dog. Roman. 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 He's so strong. Roman. 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 The big dog. Roman. Roman. Roman is his yard. Yes, I, I, I think I think it's a clean sweep across the board. Roman Reigns is winning at WrestleMania. Roman Mania four, I mean Roman Mania five in remission at WrestleMania 35. So we want to thank True Hill Jessica for joining us on True Hill Heat. Bring it in for the real thing, girl. Check out the True Hill Heat group, group page as well as True Hill Heat main page. She's always on there, always making us laugh, and she's always got the jokes and always knows how to make people mad. Hell yeah, friend. <laughs> Keep pissing people off. Keep pissing people off, girl. Safe travels to MetLife Stadium. Enjoy I know the show. you gotta go. 
So we beg you adieu, be safe, and make sure you don't fall asleep midway through. Godspeed. WrestleMania will not be moving at Godspeed. <laughs> no, it will not. WrestleMania will be moving like a slow charger. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So, we kicked off with, with Roman versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, next up, we got the, the good brothers of Roman Reigns. The Usos will defend the SmackDown Tag Team titles in a fatal four-way match against Nakamrusev versus The Bar and versus Rico Black. Ricochet and Aleister Black. Who you got in this one and why? So this is why I completely believe that Ricochet and Aleister did not win the NXT Championships. I am picking them to win the SmackDown Championships. They will have a awesome WWE pay-per-view debut on the grandest stage of them all. Winning the SmackDown Live Championships Taking the belts again from the Usos that is going to lose the belts again at WrestleMania. I have to agree with this guy, even though it pains me to agree with him. I think it's only right that Rico Black came to the main roster to win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And this will make sure they are on SmackDown for after the brand split and after the Superstar Shakeup. So this is what needs to happen. Who you got in this one? Uh, we're gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about next? Let's talk about the Intercontinental Championship match, as it's gonna be the Demon Finn Balor going one on one with Bobby Lashley. Meh, meh, meh. Who you got? Draw. We're gonna go with the I'm Demon. The we demon Finn Balor dog dressed up for nine hours. I mean, to lose. it is pretty dumb that he gets dressed as a demon for Bobby Lashley, who's versed a thousand and one times. Not time, even getting it, yo. But he didn't get dressed as a demon for Brock fucking Lesnar, dude. I mean, at the I mean, he know because he was he had something to prove, so he was gonna fight the man and not the demon because he didn't think that he needed the demon for the most dangerous fighter in the WWE, but he needs the demon for somebody that is being accompanied to the ring by the man of the hour. It's not logic. It's his WWE. And you wonder why I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania. Next you up. You wonder why I'm not looking. Dude, we went, we went through like eight matches already and they all suck. Next up, we got the Raw Tag Team titles on the line as the Revival will defend against Team New York, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. What, what is this? What is this shit? What is this shit? This is WrestleMania 15 rehash. WrestleMania 15 had mad random matches in this I swear, if Vince does not pay the Revival off with a tag title defense successfully after what he did to his two-time Hall of Famer, it's a travesty of wrestling justice. Dash Wilder literally secured a successful title defense by decking that son of a bitch that entered the ring to attack Bret Hart. If he does not do it, with that, Revival needs to be gone ASAP. So, 
Nah, nah, I told everybody. I said, this revival shit, that was just a, some shit to be like, all right, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You got it. You got it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You can't say anything anymore. You got a title reign. That's all WWE ever does. They like to put shit on your resume so when you get mad and you're like, oh, they didn't use me properly. You were Raw Tag Team Champions, Revival. How the hell we didn't use you properly? You didn't do anything with the opportunity. Guess what? You're losing in MetLife Stadium to Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. His first win in about 400 years. And you wonder why I'm not looking forward to How this. How long show. he's been in the company with? Three years? Two years? Zach Ryder he's been, been back been for like WWE three years three, and yeah. hasn't he was won. An, he was an edgehead. He was an edgehead. Then he decided to wear a purple, uh, a blue onesie and has not won a match since he's put on the blue onesie. We got to move on. But he's going to win in the biggest building that WWE can I, put I, them I, in the for the year. The Shadows of New York. Next, I mean, next up we got the United States. I can't champion, get jiggy with this shit. The United States Championship <laughs> on the line as Samoa Joe will defend against Rey Mysterio. On paper, this is a great match, but this has this has had zero build up. Zero buildup outside of Rey Mysterio with a backstage segment. Everybody saw Dominic and was like, "Yes, Joe's gonna choke out Dominic." Nothing happened to Dominic. God damn it! What a what a waste! What a waste! What a waste. I got I got Joe. No, I got Rey Mysterio. I got Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I got whoever Joe is fighting. Yeah, because Joe don't win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was like, wait, Joe's not gonna win. Joe, I got Joe winning. I got Joe. He's the new brain. Joe winning whoever he's gonna end up fighting against. Whether it's Rey Mysterio, whether it's John Cena, whether it's Bray Wyatt, whether it's your mama, Samoa Joe is winning this match just in case Rey Mysterio can't compete due to his little kayfabe ankle injury and WWE didn't have the faith to put him in the building so they're going to replace him with a big star that he's going to beat. Kayfabe. I hate this card. Kayfabe. Falls count anywhere. Have I said that already? Okay. Falls count anywhere. You're going to see Shane McMahon <laughs> go one-on-one -on -one with The Miz, the former tag team partner, the former co-besties, co-best friends. Who do you got? Or the co-best in the world because Shane McMahon is the best in so, the world. So, honestly, it's what, what's sad to say is that this might have been w one of WWE's actually better storylines going into WrestleMania. It did. Like, who the hell saw this shit coming? The fact that they had Shane be the heel, that made perfect sense. Yeah, and he's finally a scumbag. He's finally a pussy. Because Even though he's now been he a needs, scumbag for two years. Shane is back to being a pussy because he needs 3,900 people to protect him. And then he sends... Now, I don't know what's more awesome, heel Shane or Super Saiyan face Miz. Like, oh, my God. I never, Miz has become Super Saiyan. I've never seen a turnaround The Miz like is this. indestructible now. Now he can take down any amount of The fun. Miz has got an inner Stone Cold in him now. Stone Cold! He Miz, just beats Miz, up everybody. He beats up security guards. He beats up triple tag teams. He beats up everybody. No one can get in the way of the Miz because anywhere. he's inspired to be, to be a, a proud son of his daddy. And a proud father. And a proud husband. So I'm, I'm going to go with Shane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go with Shane with the embarrassing win again. You know what? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm, I want to agree with you. I really do. I really do. But I want the Miz to win because I hate Shane McMahon. 
<laughs> pretty simple. Pretty simple. It's no, it's no rocket science behind it. It's not any forethought at all, really. I just don't like Shane McMahon. Touche. Stop. So we got this one is one I'm looking forward to because this has had the most entertaining buildup of any match at WrestleMania because of one individual. And no, I am not talking about the COO of the company. We are going to see a no holds barred match with Triple H's career on the line with Triple H going one on one with but the most entertaining man in all of the WWE. Dave Batista, huh? Give me what I want. Get out of my office. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Being the most entertaining guy in WWE is like being a sparks kid in the slow class, just for the record. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, he got straight A's um, in the slow class. Um, so, um, I'm supposed to be interested in this. Yeah, apparently. Okay, um, so let, let me create interest. Let me try to build it up in my brain right now because this is a whole month of I don't give a fuck. Um, so now we're gonna. We're, all right, all right, all right. Now, now I'm into it. Now I'm into it. Triple H is not gonna lose to Batista when he books himself in a no holds barred match, and he's not gonna lose his in ring career because he ain't never given up the WWE until he can't walk no more. He is gonna finally get his one on one victory against Batista, and Batista kind of gets his terms because he gets the WrestleMania match. But he doesn't get what he wants by defeating Triple H. It ain't happening, bro. Batista is not beating Triple H. Makes not happening. Sick, it's man. a dub. It makes me sick, man. Like, this dude, this dude comes up with one good idea. All he said is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take the ROH concept and I'm going to put WWE on it. And these motherfucking fans forgive him for everything he does. He's ruined so many careers. But no, yes, yes, yes. Triple H is not going to lose at WrestleMania 32, Absolutely 33, not. 34, and 35. He saw us three straight WrestleManias. Of course, Triple H got to bid his career on the line because every time he put his career on the time on the line, he fucking wins. You're about I hate to, that you're, shit, you're about, man. To, you're about to start getting Triple H steamy the way you get Undertaker steamy. Oh, what if you hear a gong tonight? <laughs> yeah, if I hear a gong tonight, I'm going to be so pissed. So, so pissed. But speaking of the gong, we, we, the rumors are that John Cena is supposed to have a match tonight. If John Cena were to have a match tonight, who do you think it would be against? The top two options seemingly from everything would be his opponent from last year, The Undertaker, or the person that's having a performance tonight and needs to be interrupted by someone, Elias. No one. No one. John Cena needs to fight no one tonight. There needs to not be a John Cena match. There's no reason for a John Cena match. There's no need to have Billy Bob haircut John Cena having a match at WrestleMania. There's no goddamn only read the only way John Cena should have a match tonight is if he is Rey Mysterio's replacement against Samoa Joe. Sheesh. Other than that, well sheesh. So we got John Cena fans. So we got John Cena fans in the house. All right, so I, I understand. But listen, I'm not going to be able to see his opponent because his opponent's not going to be there. Be a hater. John Cena ain't fighting no one. But guess what? Instead of that, if you don't get that, you got this. The retirement match. It's going to be Kurt Angle's final match versus the dream opponent. 
the opponent that the world wanted. The former Raw General Manager, the former Constable, Baron Corbin. Who you got? This is why I fucking hate this card already. This match right here. This piece of shit match right here is why I hate this card. So you got a legendary 20-year career. You got a 20-year wrestling career. And then your farewell match is going to be against the fucking manager of fucking Fridays. He's going to be the, the, the co-employee of Olive Garden. He is going to be the fucking shipment person at McDonald's. And so it's going to be Baron Corbin. Baron fucking Corbin. Wait. Why? How? How and what name does he deserve this fucking match? How and what name? Because you know what? I guess, you know what? WWE's idea is working on me. Because you know why? Because they wanted this fucking reaction from me. They wanted this reaction from the fans. They wanted somebody that wasn't deserving to get heat on it. Because this is what they want to do. They fucking pull all the strings. They control all of this shit. So we get barren fucking Corbin. Baron Corbin. I hope he gets squashed in 32 seconds. Baron Corbin for the win. Next. Next up, we got the women's tag team titles on the line. It is a fatal four-way match. We got the Boston Hug Connection, oh. Bailey and Sasha versus the Samoan Slaughterhouse of Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce versus the Glamazon Hearts, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Who you got? So um, the fact that Sasha and Bailey already has one successful title defense, that's one more than Sasha's had for her entire career. In her, in her so life. now it stops. It stops. Stops. It's over. You're going to so max her out at WrestleMania one. is about to become iconic. <laughs> it's about to become iconic. I'm going with the Iconics. You just got a to, lot To of get these. the dullest reaction for winning a tag title in the entire card. You picked Iconics. I got to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go with the Boston Hug Connection because Bailey's going to get the win. I'll take the points. Bailey's going to get the win. I'll take Bailey, the fantasy points. If you notice, Bailey won at Fastlane. I have Bailey. Bailey's going to win at I do Mania. have Bailey, so I, I'll take the fantasy points. She's the reason why they're going to win most of their tag team title matches. I'll take I mean, the fantasy points. what it is. But next I just think up, that Sasha has hit her limit of title defenses. A good brother who's on the sidelines. Mario talked about him. AJ Styles will go one-on-one -on -one with Randy Orton. This match... It might be one of the matches of the night if all potential meets up to the expectations. Who you got? Finally, a match worth talking about. We've done ran through like 20 matches already and they were all shit. Hey, Tony Nason, oh, Buddy Murphy. fucking time. Like, I mean, that's on the pre-show. Don't you disrespect Buddy Murphy. That's on the pre-show. It's on the pre-show. We main, That was the main event of the pre-show. Yeah. Point taken. Great. Finally, a match at WrestleMania, the grandest stage of them all. We finally, 10, minute, 10 matches later, we got something to talk about. This has been a very interesting back and forth promotions debate that these two have been having. Especially the sit down one, where he literally just flipped everything that AJ has been talking shit about. And then Orton said, now look, you have just become the replacement corporate bitch. I was like, ooh. That was deep. I was like, that was deep. ooh. I like it. Yo, he couldn't even come back to that shit. I like he the original. He didn't, even, he didn't even say nothing, but he didn't even say nothing back from that. It made, it made sense the story, the story that they're telling, because 
their first um, back and forth, if you will, right? AJ got the best of Randy, so it makes Dead. sense for the story to continue where Randy threw that shot. In many ways, people do see AJ as that corporate, I'm not going to say the B word, but, in but, many ways. But AJ Hick Orton Hart with that knockoff AJ, diamond cutter line. Not, not even that, <laughs> but the fact that he said how people have to babysit an Orton, yeah. that's not new to yeah. none of us. He's had multiple different groups. People want to forget that he was in the so Wyatt family two, two so years I, ago. It makes perfect sense when Randy did come... So I am going, so so AJ lost in 32, he won at 33 and 34, I am going to go, he is going to end up 2 and 2. He is going to lose to Randy Orton at WrestleMania 35 in a great match, but I think he is, I think we saw a preview of how he's going to lose on SmackDown. I think, he, I think he's going to get caught. That's the whole reason I think AJ Styles went here. We're either going to tease that spot, and AJ's going to fake out of it, and he's going to hit the phenomenal forearm, and that's how he's going to win. So to finish off our predictions, we want to invite one of our other OG True Hills to the True Hill Heat podcast. Let's invite in True Hill Tony Mario, my big brother. What's going on, man? I've known this brother for years, way before the True Hills group page. Welcome to True Hill Thanks, Heat. Man. It's a pleasure. Finally pleasure. being on Absolutely. the show. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great, man. Awesome. Been waiting awesome. For, this for a long damn time. So you're going to WrestleMania. Absolutely. How does it feel? Nine in a row. Feels great, man. Nine in a row. Big bro. Okay. Nine. You're going to make it 10 in Tampa next year. I have to. I, got, I, I was going to not go because I'm not really a Florida fan, but I'm not tired of Florida manias, but you got to do 10. I guarantee you, you one thing. Wale Mania is going to be a lot better in Tampa than it was in New York because there's a lot less things to do in Tampa That's than true. in New York. Because everybody's going to be going there, not all around the city. Exactly. Absolutely. There was yeah. not the amount. James Storm said I was busy doing something else uh, while uh, Wale Mania <laughs> was going on. So you understand. So Absolutely. we're going to talk about the top three matches at WrestleMania, yeah, right, the championship it. matches. So first up, we're going to talk about the Universal Championship. It's going to be Big Brock Lesnar defending the title against the winner of the 2008-2019 Men's Royal Rumble, Seth Rollins. Who you got in this one and why? Honest to God, I, I think they're going to go with Brock. I just think Brock's going to keep the title, and I think he's going to move to SmackDown, and he's going to be their main guy over there. Okay, okay. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, Brock is scheduled for the Saudi Arabia show in May. Absolutely. So it already, already has the writing on the wall. Who you got, top guy, JJ? WWE has a habit of swerving mania, right? It, it, it feels like everyone is leaning towards Brock retaining. It, it, it feels that way that he's advertised for the show, but he doesn't have to be champion. It's true. He doesn't himself, have to be champion. I am going. I'm gonna go a different route. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar in the pre-main event for the universal title if I hope I'm hope this follows through that Seth Rollins is healthy enough to have a title run but I am gonna go with Seth Rollins defeating the beast I mean it, it, it's been there like it, it just feels like everybody feels Brock is gonna retain I'm just gonna I'm going Seth Rollins to slay the beast I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Tony I think I think that 
WrestleMania cannot give us too many good field that's, moments. That's what I was going to say as well. So we got to get into the double main event, the real two big main events. So I think Brock Lesnar wins here to set up the big happier moments in the next two matches. Who you got, guys? It's the WWE Championship on the line. It's the Planet's Champion, the best heel, the best on the mic in the WWE today, Daniel Bryan, going one-on-one -on -one with the man of the hour, the man that everybody is going to be chanting for in MetLife Stadium, Kofi Kingston. Who you got, Top Guy, JJ? I mean, this is this is the easiest pick for me in the world. If I swear to God, if Kofi Kingston does not win this fucking championship, <laughs> this is the biggest waste of a storyline in the last 30 years. I, th this, 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 literally. When you talk about writing is on the wall, Kofi Kingston. I swear, I don't care if he cheats. I don't care if he gets help. I don't care if it's clean. Kofi Kingston better leave that building down the way. The new WWE champion. If that shit does not happen. I'm not going to say it's going to be a riot, but that reaction is going to be thunderous. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Top Guy JJ for once, and I'm going to say we need Kofi Kingston to win this matchup, to win the WWE Championship. I mean, at this point, they've had Miz McMahon become a part of this storyline, and it worked perfectly because it played into the years of racism that WWE is known for and Vince McMahon is known for. So Kofi Kingston needs to win here. We don't need Booker T, WrestleMania 19. Who you got? Everything they said, the parallels are there. Daniel Bryan calling Kofi a B-plus player. They're going back to WrestleMania 30 with his storyline. It's mm -hmm. got to be Kofi. Boom. Boom. It's an easy win right there. And then finally, it is our main event of the evening. Winner takes all for all the gold for the Raw Women's Championship, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You got the winner of the 2019 Women's Raw Rumble, the man, Becky Lynch. You got the SmackDown Women's Championship, the eight-time record Women's Champion, the Queen, Charlotte Flair. And you've got Raw, the UFC Hall of Famer, our Lord and Savior, the baddest woman on the planet, the reigning, defending, undisputed, raw women's champion, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The Lord has opened up and the sky has opened up and she has blessed the women of the WWE on this glorious day with the main event of WrestleMania. Fuck, Becky Lynch is going to win. <laughs> I'm, I'm going curveball. This is my swerve of mania pick right here. I'm going Ronda Rousey to retain and drop the belts on Raw tomorrow. All right, I'm going to go opposite. We're going to have each three different picks. I think Charlotte's going to raise both belts, and that's how they're going. I think Ronda's going to step back a little bit, and you're going to have a Becky versus Charlotte feud for the uh, undisputed belt. We got three different picks across the board. Me, the number one believer of our Lord and Savior, has chosen Becky Lynch. Top guy JJ has chosen our Lord and Savior Ronda Rousey. I gotta go with logic. You're I go fraud. with logic no, on no. my emotions. You're not thinking as a fan. I'm not thinking, You're thinking as a fan. No. I'm thinking not logic thinking. Here. How about you think as a fan for once? I'm thinking fraud. with logic here. Becky Lynch is gonna fucking win. I know it. I don't want her to win, but she's gonna win. I don't think fucking it's her time. Fraud. I think it's Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fraud. And my man Tony Rario has Charlotte Flair taking home all the gold. 100%. 
In the comments section, please tell us your predictions for WrestleMania 35. Tony Mario, my brother, I want to thank you for being pleasure. on the show. You, I want you to enjoy. Thank you for crashing no, show. I didn't know you oh, were I dude, dude, you are always <laughs> I welcome. Known better. You're always welcome on True Hill Heat, brother. Pleasure, you are pleasure, always pleasure. welcome. You need to come to New York more often Absolutely. and be on the show. Goddamn it! <laughs> you name it, I'll be there. We're gonna get you on. We're gonna get you Money on for full. Let's do it. My brother, that's my birthday weekend. That's it. Money don't don't threat, dog. Might have to do it. You stay tuned and we'll let you know. Put in the comment section what you think about WrestleMania 35, your predictions before, your predictions after, what you think is going to happen after WrestleMania. Uh, check us out on the YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe. Be a YouTube subscriber and stay notified when these podcasts come up, where our segments come up, and we got exclusive interviews from the Bullet Club Block Party. So stay tuned for that. So until next time, this is True Hill Heat, live from the Bullet Club Block Party, our preview for WrestleMania 35. Signing off, Top Guy JJ, Tony Mario, SP3. We're out.